0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the finale episode of the American Horror Story podcast on Bald Move. At least a finale for season nine, uh, the 1984 season. This is the ninth and final episode. Final Girl, Final Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Cecily. Cecily, it's been a long, strange a journey. We spent the first half of the season on one night, and then we covered 30 years in the last <laughs> three episodes. Uh, what did you think of of how things wrapped up on Camp Redwood in, in in 1984?
1: You know, after I watched it a second time, I appreciated it a little bit more, but still didn't like it.
0: Hmm.
1: Still didn't like it at all.
0: <laughs> okay, let's walk ourselves through this because I <laughs> laughed and had a lot of fun. Like I felt like this is a good season finale for this kind of silly bloody slasher uh, homage to the 1980s um but you were really pissed and i think
1: (laughs) i almost rage quit this podcast i
0: I think that i i know one of the reasons and it's like they they didn't give us billy idol
1: yeah they didn't give us billy idol they didn't even give us any music festival at all
0: yeah they like we were really excited for like the giant ghost murder fuck fest it was going to be this 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 uh Camp Redwood Firefest and, and we didn't get it we didn't get Billy Idol Um, you, you said you read an article where they just wrapped up filming the season like last week yeah or the week before mm-hmm is it possible that, like, Billy Idol's been honey dicking them whole, this whole season? Like, maybe. oh, sure, mate. Yeah, I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up for the finale. Yeah, you just don't just, just oh, I'm sorry I missed uh, the, uh, I'm sorry I missed it this week. I'll be back next. Oh, I've got five minutes for you. And he just, just ne- doesn't show up. Well,
1: maybe, but they also very early in the season decided to cut off one of the episodes. Yeah. That they decided, oh, we've got one extra, let's just not do 10 episodes. Yeah, was going to be the
0: Billy Idol concert episode.
1: Maybe, but last week should have been the Halloween episode. I don't know. It was kind of, it was all over the place. And yeah. for such a, it was a really fun story. And I really had a lot of fun this I mean, season. The, the, I like the season as a whole. I just don't think it was a good finale episode. Or I just don't know why in the latter half of the season, they started to do things that they couldn't wrap up within nine yeah. episodes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I guess the the thing that, that turned the light switch for me is like when Finn Whitrock shows up and Let the
1: Whitrock. <laughs> Someone wrote us an email that said that
0: I love it. And when he he shows up and then he reveals that he's Bobby Jingles and I'm like, oh fuck, yes, of course, of course he would come back to figure out all these different contradictions between his dad and the fact that the the ghost had this thirty year long murder montage of the night stalker and i fucking love this guy so much and everything about his performance in this episode the the montana seduction the the misery ankle breaking this guy has been having so much fun and he's been doing such a good and I, the other thing is like you know is it kind of talked about how it's a little bit bothersome how they make the night stalker cool and how he's a real historical murderer and mm-hmm. they're still like you know families of the victims around but i feel like you know it's kind of uh it's a kind of fitting in for him to be stuck in this place being murdered for eternally for 30 years it's like
1: right just has one nice dinner at the hotel cortez every halloween night
0: yeah yeah well that's how he gets away obviously Um, and there's a couple other like towards the end where they make this into like a sad syrupy ending that I'm like, I don't know if the rules of the ghosts in this show like it like earned that or what. But I, right. I, I like I said, I thought it was this has been a fun and silly season that I haven't really ever taken seriously. And it's the first time that that's kind of happened for me in America. I've always kind of come in and like, oh, yeah, I'm really in and I'm excited. And I'm going to get on board and try to hang with the narrative. And it always disappoints me. And I, I will say that the, the the last two episodes, they had a little bit of fun. You know, the roller rink scene, but they were kind of dumb. They didn't leave, live up to, like, the cool, fun action of the first half of the season. But I thought this finale kind of brought it back to that level. And I liked it. I liked the uh, Billy Lord screaming that the 80s will never die. <laughs> Billy Lord doing all of the screaming. <sighs> so good. Um, Do you want to talk more in just kind of, like, uh, generalities? Or should we get right into the episode? Yeah, Let's
1: talk about the episode.
0: Some brief housekeeping. First up uh, on Swizzbold, our new network that Jim, Cecily, and I launched uh, the debut of Three Right Turns, a political podcast that I'm hosting. It's an introduction pod where I talk about my cultural, religious, and economic background and how it informs the show and the objectives of Three Right Turns. If that sounds cool, check out swizzbold.com or search for Three Right Turns uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Pickle Me This, our Rick and Morty podcast, is banging this week because the season premiere of Rick and Morty just dropped season four. It was amazing, it's a good time. Uh, there's a bunch of fascist Care Bears in it. Check that out on Pickle Me This. On Bald Move TV, Alexis and Cecily are doing his dark materials on HBO, a.k.a. her magical ferret hour. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck even is dust. Also on Bald Move TV, Jim and I are going to be talking about uh, The Mandalorian this week. We're going to be previewing that on the new Disney service. Bald Movies features Doctor Sleep last week. This week we're going to be seeing Ford versus Ferrari. Check that out if you're interested in those movies. Our Watchmen podcast, We Do, is still weird as fuck. You can find the latest stuff we're doing at baldmove.com or search for any of these show names where you listen to your favorite podcasts. Here are the weekly highlights coming up this week on Bald Move. Apple TV is
2: releasing a new series based on Blake Crouch's novel Dark Matter. Aaron and I are big fans of his work, so we're picking up the new show on day one. Join us this Wednesday for the preview podcast.
0: The Shogun limited series might be over, but that doesn't mean our Shogun coverage has to end. We've got the wrap-up podcast releasing this Tuesday, where we'll consider all your feedback and final thoughts on the series. And because we like the show so much, we decided to go all the way back to 1980 to cover the first TV adaptation of the novel. Do what you can to find a copy and join us this Thursday for the first of our four-part podcast in the 1980 Shogun miniseries. And finally, the latest first-run movie,
2: The Fall Guy, features Emily Blunt and Ryan Gosling. He's a stuntman tasked with finding the star of his ex-girlfriend's movie when he suddenly goes missing. Is it a rom-com? Yes. Does that mean I'll automatically hate it? Not if the trailer lives up to its promise. Join us for the podcast on Bald Move Pulp this Thursday night.
0: You can find these and many other great podcasts by searching for Bald Move Pulp or Bald Move Prestige in your favorite podcast app. Okay, we have caught up to 2019 as Finn Wittrock uh, ubers into Camp Redwood. The camp is now fenced off with private property signs everywhere. Uh, we pass an old wood chipper that is menacingly <laughs> stained with old dried blood. Yeah,
1: Chekhov's wood chipper.
0: Chekhov's wood chipper. Uh, all around are the remains of the camp Redwood Fest: the tattered main stage, the vendor booths. And I know I was getting excited, like, "Oh my man, they're going. We're going to get to see this like rock and roll massacre. It's going to yeah. be awesome." And then Montana shows up and asks what a cell phone is and you know he quickly determines that she's like this person le- uh, uh, living out of time i love when she gets her hands on the phone that she's like banging the screen yeah because there's no you would like if someone went back in 1989 and handed a cell phone like there's no visible buttons on it like how you can right. just touch this thing what? yeah
1: i mean i know the concept of a touch screen but there's also sensors underneath and that's what you need to p- apply force to of course of course mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> bang on it
0: um, and if it
1: doesn't work, blow into the little hole ports. <laughs> right.
0: He he, it's, yeah. Cell phone technology works like a, a Nintendo. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh, he starts asking some questions, but she shuts it down and says she's in danger. He's in danger now. The second time I watched this, I noticed there's a lot of inconsistencies here because her eyes kind of bug out. And she's like, everyone around here will will try to kill to you. Likely to kill you. What the fuck? Everyone around here has taken like a a a, a blood ghost oath to protect this it's child. Thirty years ago. Yeah. The
1: urges are just None,
0: there at the surface, the, though. The only ghost that might give you problems is Margaret Booth, who has been hiding out this entire time, which also is going to be a contradiction. Turns out.
1: Or Ramirez. And
0: Ramirez, who reconstitutes every periodically as a flesh and blood demon and uh you know could escape the camp and, and kill bobby at any time so what the fuck is she i don't know this this is this is left over from uh, the script where billy idol is going to come back i think um so he says i'm not leaving like answers to my father which is what she she realizes is that this is the the son of uh, uh old man jingles this is bobby jingles and she gets all teary and hugs him tight she then takes him to the counselor's cabin and he says, You know what? It's crazy. You look just like Montana Duke, but she's dead. And if she's not, she should be in her 50s. And she's like, No, that's totally me. Uh, and she asked him a bunch of questions about whether people, what people think of the 80s, if Judd Nelson ever won his Oscar. <laughs> it feels like
1: he should have known who she was immediately when she showed up because he recognized Trevor, he recognized Margaret. And he has his
0: headshot and he's done all this research and, like, you know, he's, he's personally binder, invested. Yeah. But I mean, I also think that it's fair.
1: No, my mind wouldn't immediately believe I'm looking at a
0: ghost. Right. Like, oh shit, you must be a ghost. It might be, you know, you you might you might think this is a terrible coincidence, but So then Trevor and his enormous personality shows up and uh Bobby Jingles recognizes them all because of his extensive research. He fills in that he was raised by his aunt, uh, and she died last year, and now he is on a search for the truth because on her deathbed she confessed that her father wasn't a violent killer. Uh, he was a peace-loving video manager.
1: Why wouldn't she tell him that to begin with?
0: <sighs> uh, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. To protect him from the... Tr- I don't know. To protect him from what?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Who cares? The season's over. Uh, that's what she. That's the choice that she made, and uh, she was she defended it with her life. Uh, but now he's he's here looking for truth, and uh, he also reveals that he's gotten checks. Someone has sent him free money all his life. Mm-hmm. Um. i mean i guess i don't i don't know if someone
1: sent you checks would you just cash them (sighs) if you got a hundred dollar check every month would you just cash it I don't know. I'd probably go to the bank f- and be like, is this legitimate? Why? Yeah,
0: am- right. I'd be like, what the fuck is because like my, my, my fear would be I'd do that for five years and then somehow somebody be like, oh, this has all been a mistake. You got to pay it back with interest.
1: Right. Or, you know, having accepted someone's money means that you are essentially, you know, complicit in something else. Oh, right, right. Like if you receive money, they could say that you did anything to have received the money because you're cashing the checks, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that'd be a good Like drug dealer plan Like just send Like random people Thousand dollar checks Each week And see which ones Cash them And then blame it all On them when, when you know Like they're they're the L hef. I've been Look at all the tribute I've been paying them All this time You just like <laughs> manipulate Them with their own greed Yep Ooh I, I feel like I feel a, a movie script A movie treatment Coming on Alright I'm way too busy And lazy for all that
1: American Horror Story Season 10 t- Season 10 <laughs> Yeah, from my life to your heist. ears, Murphy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, that is a
1: real horror story, what's happening in uh, the drug cartels and drug wars going on.
0: As as, uh, as dramatized in uh, Tigers Are Not Afraid. So, Montana and Trevor have to explain to him the concept that they're dead, and they do it in the most fabulous way possible, which uh, Montana blows her brains out, and uh, Trevor slices his own throat, and Finn wit rock is obviously
1: it's such a traumatic way too.
0: yeah you can just
1: like tell him first that we're ghosts and you know we can be killed and we'll come back well they, they just have to prove it i
0: think they did he just they just wouldn't believe it and they're like let's cut to the chase and they're all bubbly and happy about it yeah. and um although they also have a Chekhov's dick shot because he's like yeah shoot me anywhere but not the dick because that's i got I shot there once and it stings <laughs> oh that's actually referring to I just the, the, the time he got murdered. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just putting. Put <laughs> what did you think?
1: Oh, as a ghost. Yes, as a point. ghost at some point okay. because that's the other thing is no, like he died by penis shot. <laughs>
0: a little inconsistency is these ghosts can still feel pain and they don't like to be killed. It's an unpleasant thing for them. But I guess for the demonstration purpose, you know.
1: Right. It's momentary. I guess. Yeah. Like the, you come like back, the, it's
0: gone. They're like the stage magicians that like put uh, pin like needles through their tongue just mm. just to prove that they can't because it's like a pain tolerance thing, not a. I always wondered, like, why is that a trick? That's not like a trick. It's not a magic trick. You You're try- sticking a spike through your tongue and it hurts. You're just doing it anyway. Right. So, super impressed, you know, like, it's like, it's, it's going to be a magic trick that someone comes out, stretches themselves, pulls up their shirt, stretches themselves out and lets people pink belly them. <laughs> Look at the magic. Look at the, I'm withstanding the purple nurples and the pink bellies. Or like
1: guys who get shot in the stomach by a cannon. Yeah yeah well
0: now that's that's pain tolerance still but still it's almost like you know getting shot with a cannon is a whole other level than like sticking a <laughs> fucking neat need, knitting needle through your tongue
1: yeah maybe a different level but still just pain tolerance right i thought that's what we were
0: talking about but it's superhuman like anyone can stick a needle through their tongue like getting shot by a cannon in the stomach with enough training yeah mm-hmm. i could do it i don't that's what i'm saying i can i can stick a needle through my tongue right now no training <laughs> Like, you don't have to be well, tough to survive I can technically be it. shot
1: by a cannon right now. No training. And yeah, if I survive, pain tolerance.
0: <laughs> then that's his lesson one. Lesson two? I'll, get, get, I'll tell yeah, you when I get I get there. shot by slightly larger cannonball. All right, fuck it. You're right. It all makes perfect sense. Um, so... They also say, "Look, we're all ghosts here, and it's cool." But the problem with you wanting to meet your dad is twofold. Number one, you're uh, there's 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 a killer out to get you. At number two, we haven't seen the ghost version of him in like thirty years, which brings on a flashback to nineteen eighty nine. Flashback. And we briefly get excited again because we think, "Oh my god, this stage! We're, I can we're, hear
1: the power cords in the distance." Yeah,
0: we're going to get Billy, Billy Idol. We're going to get this massacre. Um Margaret says she's all upset with Courtney because the talent isn't showing up. Uh, the Night Stalker's getting restless because he wants to meet Billy Idol.
1: <laughs> Drinking a slice with a straw. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and then Courtney runs in and tells Margaret that Trevor is sabotaging the axe. Uh, so she shoots Courtney in the face, and we find Trevor is turning everyone away. He's like taking the ga- uh, Gaga Juju, ju- ju- ca- Kaja Juju, ju- ga- Kaja Gugu's. Are you having strokes? I think so. <laughs> Uh, and he's blocked the main entrance of the camp, and he is turning everyone away with a different excuse every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fire department shut us down. The water main broke. Everybody's really upset, especially since he's not giving out refunds. Um, <laughs> but Margaret shows up and is super pissed and confronts him about ruining his plan, and she shoots him off the property, shoots him right in the kneecaps and the dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and leaves him for dead. Montana comes out screaming and begs him to crawl across the property line, which he tries. But dragging that wounded hog is just too much. I just want to remind you. It's too much, that much for him. It is way too much.
1: Uh, Brooke helps him walk, but dragging the hog, it's too much.
0: It's, it's the equivalent <laughs> of trying to drag 30 to 50 feral hogs around. You just you, you, you couldn't do it with a four by four. I just
1: want to remind you, the last time we left, these star-crossed lovers. Uh-huh. Montana was breaking up with Trevor because she needed mm-hmm. to be with someone as fucked up as she is. Guess she recognized that Trevor is way fucked up. Well, no, no. Um, All it uh, takes is a little... Brooke
0: healed her with her self sacrifice. Ah, oh. that's that's the she, she healed her psychological damage. Oh, um, so you know that that's cool. If so. You're... If so, your medical, but- if your medical plan will will cover, uh, <laughs> boyfriend getting shot in the dick, and your arch rival cover, uh, 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 carrying him across the the property line, so he can reincarnate into a ghost, and thus teach you a moral lesson, I mean, you should take him up on it. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Still a better love story than Twilight.
0: Still a better love story than Twilight. Uh, so. As, as he's dying out, Brooke comes in and, as we said, helps him across the mon- uh, property line. And Montana says, why did you do this? And she says, because I'm not like you. And that that fixes i also love the very um, last
1: murder between these two was by words
0: i also love how uh, montana's like holding trevor like and saying it's okay you can go and like shuts his <laughs> eyes and as soon as he reincarnates she just audibly drops the body yeah dumps it <laughs> like these foley guys put in this like sound of like uh, a sack of
1: potatoes yeah
0: sack of potatoes hitting the ground it's hilarious <laughs> um and yeah she explains after this flashback that that simple act changed her forever she realized what an asshole she was, consumed with vengeance over nothing, and she didn't want to be like that.
3: Redemption, redemption, redemption,
0: <laughs> redemption. And she led the entire ghost community into the light. Um, they became a tight-knit community and they took care of each other. Mm-hmm. And um, they realized that to stop the killing at the camps, they had to stop Margaret and her duo of killers um dylan's super easy to kill he they's one of the cute uh 1970s ghost count ca- camp counselor girls lured him into the forest and uh trevor machetes him and i love there's the dialogue in this fucking episode is so good he says bitch and stash ombre but i can't have you dying here and he kicks him off into the angelos forest and he shouts public land as he like rolls down the hill
2: yes like
1: like that's yeah they're that close to the property line of the I, angeles forest i also
0: love Public how land. how ghost um like evil property ghost forces respect property lines yes like you know at one point this evil force that that reincarnated people um roamed oh i, I guess it's it all started with jingle's mom right but yeah. still, why does it respect? Like, what? What if a surveyor comes over and like sells off ten acres of the property? Does it? The the ghost like, well, shit, I guess, you know.
1: I think it's like the Overlook Hotel, where after a certain amount of, you know, death, trauma, devastation, the property itself becomes haunted. But
0: why? Why the the actual fences like the and lines? the Hotel Cortez
1: too. The actual fences and lines. I don't yeah. know. How does it know? What if someone? Uh, Am yeah. I
0: arguing ghost logic here? I feel like i I think you're
1: arguing ghost logic.
0: Yeah. And, and... It, this is, for what it's worth, it, it, it this has been consistent throughout all of American Horror Story history. It has been. So. This
1: is supernatural magic. So just accept it or die.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't apply to public land. <laughs> so Montana reveals herself to the Night Stalker and tries to seduce him, saying that she's missed her. Um, And he's like, yeah, well, yeah, this fest is a bust. I'm bummed about <laughs> Billy. I'm going to go kill this kid up in Alaska. So then she goes, well, guess what? Billy Idol actually made it through and he gets angry and he says, I know about the blockade and the roadblock. And she angrily retorts back, (laughs) Billy made it through because he's a survivor. And uh, she can
1: sing rebel yell and not be a rebel.
0: That's right. Uh, So he then apologizes to her and says, you know what, babe, everyone's coming at the king. Uh, I got to stay on guard. So she leads him to one of the murder shacks. And obviously there's no Billy Idol there. Um, and that's a bummer. But then all the ghosts in the camp are in the cabin. and they Chef all, Birdie's back. Chef Birdie's back. They all take turns killing this dickwad. You know who didn't show up? Uh, the porn producer.
1: The porn producer. And half of the campers. I would half. say more than half of the campers. Campers? From the mean? 50s and the 70s. We got three counselors. Oh, yeah, you're right. Including the hyper hiker. Yeah, I think. Where's
0: the where's all the happy days hikers? Right. Or the campers. Anyway. We're, we're missing we're missing something there um but all so they all take turns killing this dickwad uh i love the hyper hikers screaming you're not supposed <sighs> to be here um fine okay is the hyper hiker have pre-existing psychological damage because none of the ghosts behave like him no none don't. of them are missing fragments that are per- they all talk a game about it but it's like
1: would you know you know fucking wow.
0: barrack on darien on the uh, uh, game of thrones always talking about losing pieces of himself but it's never like vital to the plot
1: right i mean if he had brain damage because he's died and come back so many times then i would believe that so make him a target of being killed so many times, but he's not. He's also just how does he get there. off of the
0: property? Right, because they picked him up off the main road. Yep, that was one of the unex. You know, th- there's always a couple loose dangling plot threads at the end. Hyperhiker mm. is is one of them for sure. He's not supposed to be there. He's not supposed to be there. Uh, this ghost slaughter is just so bloody and metal. It's like so much blood. It's like a Bram Stoker's Dracula amount of blood. Uh, the ghosts form a literal death watch over him. And every time he reincarnates, they're there to kill him. And there's a I, I like how Montana calls Satan Beezle fuck. Uh, <laughs> and for 30 years, they did. They had this montage where Ray sledgehammers him misery style. And oh, the, the yeah, Night Stalker's the, per, the Night Stalker's performance is almost like an Adam Sandler comedy, like the way he contorts his face. And it's just it's just really fucking funny. There's these camp counselors that do a double synchronized eye gouge with branches. Yeah. Uh, Xavier chainsaws him to death. Uh, and then apparently Montana and Trevor spend the rest of the day regaling him with all the stories of the ghost death that they brought the Night Stalker. Yes. Because day turns to night day in the space turns of this montage. To night. Uh, either it's super important to get this guy out of here or it's not. Um, but anyway, they explain that, that, the Jingles wanted him protected. So the ghost kind of, for lack of anything better to do, took this up as their kind of personal mantle and revealed that they've been saving his life from the Night Stalker for low these 30 years.
1: Yeah. That's the, I don't know why Ramirez after maybe one year, two years, five years, Ramirez would still wake up thinking he wants to kill Bobby Richter
0: <laughs> and it,
1: not any other thing besides just getting the hell out of there
0: yeah yeah or, I mean they can also there's this thing where like I don't know maybe satanic resurrection works different is that he did seem like he was like discombobulated when he's like coming back to life so maybe there is that brief kind of rebooting period oh yeah but, for sure but anyway uh, so at this precise time in this 30 year history no I'm sorry excuse me 20 minutes earlier <laughs> we flashback the, the most pointless flashback Micro i've ever flashback. seen uh chef birdie and chet are on their death watch and they're playing pictionary waiting for him to reincarnate she wants to make it interesting uh 30 years she's waited to make her move mm-hmm. to get it in side her with chet <laughs> or get it in and not sure
1: how it's gonna go they're equal opportunity lovers that's it turns true out.
0: that's true um she says that uh, you know, uh, it's about time that he try an older, more mature person that can teach him a thing or 3 mm-hmm. And at that moment she Satan... makes
1: the best
0: sandwiches. Wink. Oh yeah, she's gonna make him a ham sandwich, all right. <laughs> so at this point where Satan exploits their momentary distraction to re enter Ramirez and resurrects him to the the whispers of Vengeance. Vengeance, vengeance. vengeance, vengeance. vengeance uh he he gets up and uh he's still good at killing and he quickly overpowers them and then as he's walking around the camp looking for something to do i guess he (laughs) overhears trevor montana and bobby talking in the cabin uh 20 minutes into the future and he bursts into the cabin the ghosts all take turns running interference for him for him but ramirez He's just too good at killing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He tracks him down right at the gates, and they fight. Ramirez cuts him up pretty good, and it looks like he's about to get the kill, but then the whole ghost pack just resurrects and falls on him like a pack of wild animals. Monta- Montana screams at him to run and seek his answers at Red Meadows Asylum.
1: Yep, we get another fun vengeance, vengeance, vengeance,
0: vengeance <laughs> there. No Satan, Satan, Satan's here.
1: No Satans, just all vengeance it's and a, redemptions. It's, it's,
0: it's uh Satan's taking a back seat to satanic vengeance. Yeah. So it turns out, guess who the medical director at Red Meadows Asylum is?
1: One Donna
0: It's Chambers. Donna, who has gone back to get her doctorate and exposition because <laughs> she fills in Bobby Jingles Jr. in on the truth of his father's innocence. What happened to Margaret, which f- sends us into another flashback where she reveals that all the ghosts surrounded Margaret's cabin like Roanoke season style with pitchforks and hatchets and, and uh, torches. And then meanwhile, inside the cabin, Brooke and Donna ambush Margaret. And they get the better of her, but not before Brooke is shot in the guts and she's bleeding out and she's dying. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Before we decide, uh, before we find out what happens to Brooke, the ghosts drag Margaret outside. And this is really fucking brutal. <laughs> and I loved it. They cut her arms off, they cut her legs off, and they send every piece of her through this wood chipper where its discharge chute is over the property line. Yeah. And, um, it's 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 she's like oh it's too late because she's dying she's getting woozy she's losing her blood mm. she's like uh it's too late i'm gonna die here and montana explains that the human body's head can survive 30 seconds after it's decapitated and then they throw her bo- so they cut her head off throw her body in the chipper and then throw her head okay. exactly
1: one second too late
0: and here's the thing they give you like three different reasons why she makes it back into the camp uh-huh. um but my my first thought is, like, well, okay, maybe the human head can survive for 30 seconds after being decapitated. I actually think that's um, bad science based on some questionable research done during the French Revolution. Right. Like, a guy's essentially slapping a head and seeing if it has some kind of psychological reaction. Um, but, like, the second you send it through the chipper, which is very much on the property line, that human brain is going to be shredded and you will die.
1: Right. Maybe it'll happen on most i mean the whole wood chipper it's only the 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 viscera that's going out mm-hmm. that is on the other side of the property the wood chipper itself yeah. will kill you before it can turn you into the stuff that it's spitting out on the other side
0: uh but then the show and gives it us, did do that it, you're absolutely right but then the show did also give us another explanation where like a, a mystical wind kicks up and blows the splash of blood back onto everybody yeah um in the weirdest
1: cut ever and tre with
0: Trevor going what the fuck yeah yeah it actually i am like what are they trying to like oh cuz is- it's
1: kind of a spoiler for when she shows up later Kind Kinda it t- takes away the surprise of that i guess
0: yeah but like i feel like murphy's like well people will wonder why she came back if we don't put the and but i'm like no i i don't this is a this is this is ghosts using some kind of pop medical bullshit to i don't know like it'd be one thing if they cut her head off and just threw it over the property line and then shot the rest of her body over the chipper still like you said there's a whole bunch of gore and viscera on the mm-hmm. inside of that chipper like what is a body right like, if you leave a, someone's thumb in the camp does that work like what what is in the, the ship a thesis way like what is the body is the body the head is it the brain is mm-hmm. it your teeth is it your dick what is it i don't know <laughs> well nobody does so after after this flashback, uh, Finn takes a break to ask her if she's the one that was sending the checks, uh, and she wonders. He wonders if she wasn't the final girl at all, which sends them staking out a off-brand UPS store
1: in Oregon.
0: In Oregon, because they've this uh, this checks that have been sent in have come from this particular routing number. That's a very small branch in rural. Oregon sort of staking it out and wait to see if someone shows up and Donna recognizes Brooke dropping off her weekly check turns out she survived and living the good life in rural Oregon now we haven't talked about it but like when I first saw Donna in her 30 years older makeup yeah I'm like this does not look like a 60 or 70 year old black woman but then I remember that Angela Bassett is a 60 year old black woman and she looks like she's like 31 and I'm like okay no questions asked yeah I thought it was totally believable fucking Brooke the aging makeup on her is l- ludicrous. I'm
1: not sure what they were thinking or if they ran on budget. It looks like a Emma of-
0: Roberts just dr- they smoked put some- two packs of cigarettes and showed up to set. That's how old she looks.
1: They put some tanning lotion on her face for some reason. They just turned her a different color. Yeah. And bit instead of, of spending any eyes- time putting better aging makeup on her, they mm-hmm. spent more time writing reasons why she yeah. doesn't look
0: good. I was just wondering if, like, Emma's, like, they, they try to make uh, th- these women look, like, realistically old, and they're like, nah, fuck that. This is American Horror Story. Make me look awesome. Yeah. And then they're, like, Not right s- in.
1: spot of gray in her hair.
0: Yeah. Never
1: and, had any problems with people recognizing her after that, even though she looks exactly the same for the last 30 years. But
0: but they, yes. Just she's a famous serial murdered. killer. Yeah. Um, but they explain it with this like hand wave away to the fact that her, her husband is a is a dermatologist. Who in, looks like he's 23 from the pictures. In, in rural Oregon, sure. And that's why she looks amazing. Because she's completely given up all the stress in her life and replaced it with fillers. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, Donna gets angry and demands to know why she didn't let her know that she was alive. And good question. And it turns out... She would prank call her. She would just call, and when she would l- pick up, she'd she hang up the phone because it's too painful for 30 years. How is it so painful? You have a perfect life. Like, maybe the first five years, maybe the second ten years. Like, this, this, does she wake up screaming every night? Does her husband not know why? Does she traumatize her kids? Like, <laughs> this is not the face of a woman who's carrying a whole lot of fucking trauma in her life. No, no, no. <laughs> it's so hilarious she said she let go of the stress also
1: so yeah I... yeah
0: so it's like don's like well anytime in the last 15 years you've let go of that stress could you maybe give me a call so we have another flashback where it turns out that after she got shot in the gut ray came in gave her cpr uh <laughs> poured iodine on her belly slapped a band-aid on her gut wound the bullet passed right through she's fine drug her to the the edge of the property has a tearful goodbye as she stumbles across the line and she explains that the ghost and this makes this i guess checks out the ghost called an ambulance for her and she woke up later in the hospital um and she reveals that
1: everyone's getting redeemed Redemption. redemption redemption
0: Uh, She reveals that Jingles inspired her to do this because she saw how Jingles got pulled back into the camp by trying to save her son and that she got pulled back into the camp by her need for vengeance and she wanted Bobby Jr. to be better than that. So she gave him these checks on every chance uh, and tried to hide the truth. I I think that's implied that also maybe she might have talked to his aunt and that's why she hid the truth for him for 30 years to try to keep him like like by the time he finds out about it. He's a full ass man and he's got like the psychological wherewithal and the money to not get sucked into it and he's like wow i can't believe all the coordinated effort that's kept my dumbass alive and i gotta go back and i'm going to not besmirch this gift by throwing it away no just kidding i'm I, i don't give a shit i gotta get closure with my daddy i'm heading back
1: yeah i don't think his aunt knew otherwise it's wh- possible why would she just why wouldn't she just take the checks and cash them herself and provide for bobby why does she have to tell him that he's getting anonymous checks
0: well maybe that, that all came out in the wash when she died you know she had to, she has to spill it then mm-hmm. you know because i actually think that's exactly what happened like it's it feels to me like this is all very recent that he's found out the like yeah. even the partial truth about his father uh so the other thing is they drove together to oregon after he says that i'm going to go back to the camp he walks off like david fucking banner in the opposite direction from don he's just going to walk from rural oregon to camp, to to to, L, to to like the forest outside of los angeles he's still recovering from these stab wounds right right he was in pretty fucking bad shape anyway hey this is
1: a spirit quest this is a journey
0: and I'm 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 in for it. You can't Uber
1: your way through a journey.
0: <laughs> you can't. It's cheating. It's cheating. Uh so he walks back to the camp and there's no Uber this time. He just literally walks up. So I'm just assume like this is roughly 6 months later. Mm-hmm. Uh Margaret confronts him right off the bat. Okay. Margaret has refused to rematerialize low these 30 years on the off chance that something like this would show up and she could get her ultimate revenge. Why the fuck didn't she reincarnate the first time and help the Night Stalker? Also, as she's explaining all this and she goes to stab and kill uh, Bobby Jr., fucking Jingles rematerializes and stops her. Where the fuck were you when the Night Stalker almost killed this dude, man? (laughs) like so so like you you woke up from your ghost nirvana and like hit the snooze button for six months to wait for him to come back and now you're saving him right all ghosts who have are at peace (laughs) or
1: at uh ill ease are just always ready to come back at any time as long as they've died here
0: yeah yeah but not the first time the second time your son comes back to camp um I love how frustrated Margaret's like, fuck is, as as she realizes that Jingles is going to stop her from yeah. doing this.
1: She, uh, Leslie, Leslie Grossman is doing so good this season.
0: She's been a real she's nice a late. She's been a real nice mid. Uh, I know. I, I guess this would be midlife crisis. American Horror Story era pickup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like having her around. Um, so Jingles and Jingles Jr. Hug it out. And Jingles Jr. gets the chance to do what he wanted to do, which is thank his father for all the sacrifices he made to give him a good life. And then Jingles says, forget this place and live. Um, And I'm like, well, fuck that. Why don't you move to L.A.? Come visit your father across the property line. They're always you going to be You can set up a there. card table across the property line, have a meal, you know, talk about the old times. Every Halloween, he can come to town with you. Yeah. You can spend the whole day, night with him. Yeah. The, have the ghosts never wandered off the property line in 30 years of Halloween? Nope. Or going back to the 50s? Like, no one's figured out that, like, Just, Halloween, the rules are different.
1: Right. Just Ramirez. Every mm. Halloween he's able to sneak out because everyone's yes. distracted.
0: Yeah, yeah, everybody's distracted with the hol- I, what the fuck. Anyway, uh <laughs> Margaret comes back, kills Jingle's, Ghost Jingles again, declares herself the true final ge- girl and chases after Bobby.
1: And then Jingle shows up and kills her again. Nope. And then Booth comes back and kills him again.
0: Jingle's mom shows up and kills her. Uh, and then she creepily touches her grandfather's face and says, you're so handsome. You're so handsome. <laughs> this is how my Bobby would have turned out. You're so handsome. Oh, God, Just... you're so handsome. And then he's like, okay, Grandma. And he runs off. Um, then all the other ghosts show up. Montana says the 80s will never die. And then she says, get out of here. And does that whole old yellow white fang thing. Is, get out of here, Bobby. Yeah. They all throw stones at him. <laughs> he runs yelping off into the woods. As Mike and the mechanics start up the living years. The
1: living years. And
0: it's like, you know what? I'll I'll give it to Murphy. He got me a little bit.
1: Absolutely. This is a song tear-jerker gets me song. every time.
0: And Finn Finn Whitrock has got tears in his eyes. Uh, jingles has got tears in his eyes jingles crazy mom's got tears in her eyes little fucking bobby's got tears in his eyes they're having it's, it's not too late it's not too late move to la get the card table meet him on the property line have some family dinners be a man bobby jr be a fucking man <laughs> and that's ahs 1984 that's it that's the whole ass season it's the whole ass season couldn't set it better myself Ha. <sighs> Like I said, as you can tell, I'm not blind to the problems of this finale, Mm -hmm. but if you can't have a finale that makes sense, fucking make it be fun. Let the actors have fun. Let the audience have fun. And I I I saw in the forums, there's a lot of people that were like let down and kind of bummed out that it didn't become anything bigger than it was. But this is the first time, I guess, that I can play the... I I I loved it. This is I think this is my f- favorite season of American Horror Story now. It was uh, Coven is right up there too. Um, but like the I I can't I can't flaw, f- find flaw with the first five episodes.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: It was so much fun to cover. I mean, uh, the performances were great. The costuming was great. It's just, just down, fun.
1: Yeah, even down to this last episode, I thought it was. They were all fun to watch. But I just get, you know, the first couple of seasons. Uh, I think they knew where they wanted to land yeah and maybe there's it gets kind of messy along the way but i feel like they know where they're going with the story whereas now i feel like they're really just winging it maybe a week in advance and it's yeah, frustrating I- as someone who wants to be a fan of the show that it seems so simple
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> seems so simple
0: you know what ahs has become it's like Saturday Night Live. It's like, you know, each each season is like an episode of Saturday Night Live. There's going to be some things that are good. There's going to be some things that are bad. There's going to be some things like, what the fuck? And that could be good or bad. The 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 special guest might bring add something to the show. The special guest might suck and take things away. The music act might be good. Sometimes Billy Idol doesn't show up. Sometimes <laughs> Sinead O'Connor rips a picture of the Pope up and gets banned from the show. Like... But you keep you keep watching it, you keep watching it, and then five years later, you'll say that the, you know, like why can't American Horror Story be as good as it was five years ago? When the truth is, it's always, it's always been like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Is it possible that is, is American Horror Story still capable of being scary? Because I feel like, like I mean, with yeah, cult, I think so, um, and last what was last oh, last year was coven where it's just very campy and this one like i feel like they've given up trying to be scary Maybe and roanoke just... was scary yeah but that's been almost four years ago
1: oh my god
0: and even then roanoke did have an episode or two that was creepy and scary but that was pretty much in isolation
3: yeah so
0: and the early goings of it i don't know um like I said, I'm I'm I will show up for Saturday Night Live versions of American Horror Story if they, if they want to finish out the, the run like this. Yeah. But um, everybody's taste is different, I guess.
2: <laughs> yes uh- they are. We're getting geared up for the sixth annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of Apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make.
0: Do we have feedback?
1: Um, I do have some final some final girls and boys who wrote feedback oh, to boy. us the last of this season. Uh we start with Laura says, Wow, I think it was Cecily that called it. Jingle's now grown ass son comes a knocking at Camp Redwood's door looking for daddy. Brooke
0: made it out alive. Did you really and- predict that?
1: That jingle's grown son would come back to yeah. look for
0: I think maybe you did cuz you said the time like you know if you think about 30 years from now like it would be but yeah that maybe whoever did. did predict that that was a good pull
1: uh yeah Let's give credit to both of us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. All
1: theories we've I- taken I'm, on. I'm, I'm
0: in negatives on internet points. I have been for years, so it's, it's, it's wasted on me. Uh,
1: Brooke made it out alive, and so did our minority. Way to rewrite the 80 trope of Killing the Minority Murphy. Mm-hmm. Truly disappointed we never got a Billy Adol cameo. But when Margaret shoots Courtney and then tries to take out Trevor, there wasn't time for celebrity cameos. Had to know that Woodchipper was going to pay or play a part in someone's final moments when they spent so much time on it. In the end my girlfriend looked at me and went, "Um, did American Horror Story just have a happy ending?" And sure I guess as fuck did. That's a first. Uh, Eric says, first off, American Horror Story is moving to Hulu exclusively next year, airing and later streaming. With this change, do you think whoa, you guys whoa, whoa, will whoa. cover it's not season be season 10?" FX? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say.
0: Huh. Oh, or wait, it's, it's going to be aired on FX and then uh mm. Hulu's the, doing this the streaming stuff. Either way, I don't think it affects our. Pretty sure
1: Eric just said American Horror Story is moving to Hulu exclusively next year, uh-huh. airing and then later streaming.
0: Hmm. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Airing doesn't mean streaming. They're two separate things. Oh. Right? So I don't know. So, so it won't be on the FX app even. Wild.
1: With this change, do you guys think you'll cover season ten? Please say you might as well see the rest of the series through. Uh, maybe maybe like, i mean like, if we're as busy as we were this year yeah. then uh, no.
0: yeah you I guys was, i was very sure we, sh- we have killed ourselves to keep <laughs> covering ahs this year it's been a real it's it's been a real uh scheduling struggle with all the stuff we've had going on right but, but
1: not just that it's frustrating that the show it's i don't know <laughs> it's frustrating that they're not giving as much as we are they're not giving what we're what they're getting from us as fans uh-huh and uh the other thing is is that our download numbers aren't the highest of anything else that we're doing so i don't know we just there's a lot of things to weigh when we consider covering well that's the thing is
0: like we started off as strong as we ever were but like um our download numbers like um were half of what they are like this for the last week's episode were half of what they were at the start of the season which is typically not what we do here in baldman we typically they either stay consistent or even rise
1: right and so like
0: i don't know whether people it seems like on reddit people just fucking hated this season
1: this this season itself was the lowest rated season in viewership of the show itself that has ever been so i think people just don't aren't interested in american horror story anymore but otherwise, this is the season to get excited for.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was, you know, and and but I think that like a lot of people were turned off at a season. I'm not sure why, because like I've always felt like out of pace with the American Horror Story community that like when they love something, I hate it when I love it. They hate it. Um, and uh, so but it, it, I guess it'll depend. It's, it's going to depend a lot of our schedule. It's going to depend a lot on what the next season is going to be about whether it is the final season like if they say that like no this is for real done like that will I, i'd be more inclined to do that than if it's going to be another like well maybe we'll get three more seasons because jesus christ at what point do you you know we we quit we quit covering the walking dead because we got bored with it uh and it had 10 times the traffic that the show does so yeah we'll see we'll see i'm not i, I don't want to make any promises and i don't want to like you know uh rage quit the show either because i'm i'm not raging i i quite like the season
1: uh, eric continues the most shocking twist was that they had a good season finale i love the way they used jingles- that's
2: right
1: eric i love the way they used jingles jr for us to get the rest of the story montana was easily one of my favorite characters in ahs trevor and the rest of the good ghosts were also great something i was iffy on was richard ramirez in hotel he died in prison in 2013 so fuck the connected universe right is it just me or could he have just stayed in prison when he got caught and the story wouldn't have changed a damn bit with them out of the way, we could have gotten more broken Donna. I felt they were an afterthought. Uh, they were the final girls, after all. And we kind of just used Donna and forgot about her.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think if they could use... Uh, like, if, if Richard Ramirez was in prison, like, they got him uh, and he died in 2013, and, like, something about, like, Satan resurrecting him then. But I don't know. Like, it's... It is a little ahistorical, but...
1: Right. Or that they... <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm just not sure why it had to be Richard Ramirez. I think they
0: cast this guy um, perfectly, and they like felt it's kind of like you know like um, Aaron Paul wasn't supposed to survive the first season of Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. but Vince Gilligan and the crew loved him so much um, that they couldn't bear to like kill him off. So he became like one of the series' main characters, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like that this guy um which I want uh, Zach, Zach Villa. Villa uh he did such great work and was so game and so fucking uh funny uh and and good at what he was doing that they might have just like expanded his part mm-hmm. I don't know because I clearly this is something they write week to week, day to day. Like it's they did not go in filming the season knowing what the hell they were doing. And also because like I kind of semi-serious like I made that as a, a as a joke suggestion that like Billy Idol was like in the production. But I do wonder if like, hey, can we get some of these celebrities and then do some really fun like uh, Camp Massacre? And then this was like the plan B if that never came together, mm-hmm. that they'll just shoot around it. Because it kind and that would explain why. Like, imagine if there was a, a whole episode going to be that slaughter, and then suddenly it goes down to just nine episodes instead of ten, right. and they just again they just <laughs> they just shoot around it. So, if so, that's a, a pretty good improvisation by Murphy and his his team.
1: Yeah. Uh, the next email is from Todd. Todd says you were kind enough to read my email last week where I commented on the show getting more and more campy, which led to a thoughtful discussion asking what is camp? Let me give you an example. The disembodied head of Kathy Bates sitting on TV tray forced to watch all eight hours of Roots is camp. (laughs) Basically anything played for laughs is camp. Uh, The first six episodes of 1984 more or less been straight parody, which by nature is played for laughs. Which is why I felt like the horror was missing from the season until the last few episodes. That said, I really thought they pulled it together in the end and found their footing with these last three installments. This is the third season set in a location that traps any spirits who die there, and yet the show has never addressed why that happens or what causes these places to become such traps. The show also has a unique conception of ghosts that are basically corporeal and can experience pain and even death only to resurrect each time. There's a sadness to both of these premises I find oddly compelling. I agree with that and I didn't mention this yet but I think the true happy ending would have been if they had broken the curse on the camp itself
3: oh yeah you know when
1: Lily Raby when Lily Rab found peace and she started the curse don't you think that would have freed everyone that was the whole point after all for them to try to find some to see them all
0: dissolve like you know yeah
1: and the living years as the they King. dissolve. Yeah. No card table. They're just dissolving because you're not going to see them the again. as we're yeah.
0: they all, found they peace. All...
1: They're all standing at the entrance of the camp waving lighters. Goodbye to Bobby.
0: The only thing is... Billy Idol the, the was there. The only thing I might have <laughs> I'm just dreaming <laughs> with his, now. <laughs> with the silver. Uh, the only thing that maybe would screw that up is the fact that Margaret and the Night Stalker are still there. Hmm. Because like if they... So they, because now they have a new purpose, right? To, to keep Bobby alive. Like maybe they'll all get the fade away once Bobby dies a natural de- death. Hmm. Um, because, yeah, if they all just disappeared, then the Night Stalker's like, cool, I can kill this dude. <laughs> yeah. and he's right here. Dumbass yeah. came back. He was in Oregon. I'd never found him. <laughs> nah, he'd draw a pentagram and Satan, Satan, Satan him. And Yep. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Uh, Todd finishes I'll probably rank this season Somewhere above Colt and Roanoke But I can't rank it too high After all They teased Billy Idol All season long But in the
0: end He was a no show That Agreed. is a, a bummer
1: mm-hmm. um, Next email is from William Excuse me Where was Sarah Paulson And we were promised a cameo
0: Were we? We were Yeah where were the- We she were was promised in- a cameo We all w- thought maybe Evan in Peters the missing Camp Massacre Episode
1: yeah. Yep. So Sarah, I if that episode is
0: shot and it's on Ryan Murphy's hard drive somewhere. There's like five minutes like reserved for Billy Idol and he just never showed up, so it's just never going to get released. And it's got Sarah Paulson on it. Oh
1: my god. Oh my
0: god. Maybe when the Blu-rays come it. out.
1: Wait. We go check his Instagram. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: The whole thing. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: next email is from Miguel. I thought this episode was an improvement on last week. I'm curious to hear how. Uh, since I know you guys aren't big fans of the constant flashbacks, even though this episode had a lot of them, I thought they all served a purpose and worked well narratively. Um, because I'm in class right now, I'm reading Mrs. Dalloway and that book jumps all over the place. In this episode, the episode stayed focused on Bobby and his journey. Speaking of Bobby, I'm glad we got to see, uh, Bobby as an adult, since I thought it was going to be a thread left open. It was nice to see Finn Whit again, and the fact that he survived made this one of the happier AHS endings. It felt strange to end on such a happy note since most season finales don't, but it worked for me. Miguel's also the one that in the subject line of the email said, Let the wit rock. <laughs>
0: uh yeah, I thought he did real good. Um, I remember him playing the dandy, and I I don't think I've ever seen him play like a good guy before. Is that true? Has he played a good guy in the show before? Finn Wittrock. Yeah. Oh,
1: I don't
3: know.
0: Um, but no, I thought I thought he he did great. Um, I I liked his uh, I liked the the way he performed Bobby. He's just like this kind of everyday every every guy, mm-hmm. you know, pretty wholesome. Um, you know, to the, to, to the fact that that end worked at all is kind of amazing and i think you got uh, uh who's the guy that plays jingles uh john
1: carol lynch Got
0: john carol lynch and you got lily rabe and you got uh, finn whitrock to, to thank for that and also yeah. mike and the mechanics because that song <laughs> yeah is fucking right up there with cat's cat in the cradle for gradle, weapons yeah. grade parental
1: plutonium <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Parentonium, yeah exactly
1: <laughs> parental love unobtainium <laughs> <laughs> uh Miguel says, I know Cecily has had problems with Jingle's character arc, but John Carroll Lynch is such a great actor. I felt like I have to let the messiness of the arc slide. Uh, the scene he hugged, Finn Whitrock was great and probably one of the most touching in AHS history. Not as touching as when Lily Rabe touched his face.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's be- bad touching.
1: Some people may hate that the same actors played themselves in the future since it makes it seem like the character or the yeah, the characters did not age well in the last thirty years. Uh I don't get why though. There are real people who don't look like they've aged, like Keanu Reeves, Angela Bassett, and Salma Hayek. Uh Keanu Reeves, it's starting to show. Keanu but... Reeves is
0: starting to I just noticed like when I was watching Matt Damon in uh, Ford versus Ferrari that uh that, that uh that produce is starting to turn too. <laughs> but it happens to all of us, you yeah. know? Uh, where we got the we got the 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 grave and the grim reaper, and right. all, uh, I uh, mean, ahead that's the of thing. us and we're all barreling towards it.
1: If you compare a picture of Angela Bassett two thirty years ago, Angela Bassett, she's gonna look different. Yeah, sure. She still looks great, but she looks like sure. she's aged. Sure. Um, you know, her skin looks amazing and smooth, but nobody thinks she's twenty.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, no, she. We think she's thirty-two.
1: She's not thirty-two, <laughs> <laughs> Nathan. I found myself really enjoying the season overall, despite its many flaws, which I feel like I say every season. Yup.
0: Yep. yep. <laughs> you cracked the code.
1: <laughs> I absolutely love Billy Lord and felt like she was the MVP. I yeah, think Yeah, she
0: she's she saw the the gap left by Sarah Paulson. She's like, I'm the new Sarah Paulson.
1: Yes. She got she got shiny. With the lips. rebel yell,
0: she seized control of the show, show, show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's a survivor, after all. Yeah. Uh, I think she should have a She should have had top billing over Emma Roberts, who for me felt more like a guest star. Yeah,
0: agreed. Yeah. Well, they didn't ask Brooke to do... They didn't ask her to do much with Brooke either. Like, Brooke is just uh, a good girl. Mm -hmm. And uh, everyone knows that the bad girls and the villains, they have the more meaty parts.
1: Yeah. And they don't survive. Well, why wouldn't you throw Margaret's head over the fence? Whether or not there's still brain activity for 30 seconds after decapitation, she should have died completely while still inside the wood chipper anyway. Yes. Yeah, I think we...
0: Agreed. That's just ghost science.
1: I mean, here... Yeah, and here's the other thing. It's... Like, if I leave the house and I've been at at work for a few hours and it occurs to me that maybe I left my hair straightener on...
0: I can't wait to see where this is going. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to go home and and turn it off because I don't think there's going to be a fire... Like the risk mitigation there is ah uh, you know maybe it's probably either even my
0: house is not on fire or it's burnt long ago. Did
1: this did this milk go bad? Maybe. I'm going to drink it and try it. Mhm. When it's forever, forever being trapped with Margaret, mm-hmm. eternity with her living with you, you don't want to be very very sure?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That
1: she's dead somewhere else? Because
0: they're like yeah. Montana. I think I saw this in a magazine once sure. Yeah. You want to be like uh, a board of neuropsychologists have said, absolutely, a human brain can survive this and and be off the property in some kind of living state, sure. Right. They were not that sure.
1: Right. Or have the entire wood chipper on the other side of the fence.
0: Yeah. Well, then they can <laughs> operate it. I guess they could.
1: Yeah. The head, if you still think it's alive, when you toss it into like, the wood chipper, Like, can a ghost chipper, take a big still...
0: stick? Like, like could could uh, could Ghost Montana throw a rope to living Trevor and drag him across the line? Can yes. they do, like, fishing- <laughs> essentially,
1: yeah. Tie all of our leg warmers together. Yeah, I, I, I don't see why not.
0: So it's like, yeah, they could have like taken a stick and po- pushed that thing right over to uh, so adjust the input chute is mm-hmm. is hanging over the fence <laughs> They they did it backwards. Right. These damn ghosts. <sighs> they rushed into it. They got a hate boner and they rushed to beat it off. They should have. They should have. <laughs> they should have taken some cold ghost showers. Tied up Margaret Booth and decided what they what what they really needed to do.
1: Right, I was, you know when you have this much time to plan.
0: But their 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 thing <laughs> is is they they need her to die, they need her to die off the property line. But they need to make sure she's dead. So I kind of get like they can't just like shoot her and kick her off because then what if an ambulance comes by and picks her up? Then they're mm-hmm. then they're they're uh, they're fucked, right? So I get that they have to do something like this. But yeah, think it through. You got got time. You
1: got time. Cut off her arms and legs, toss her over the other side. Don't have to wood chip her at all. Then she Mm -hmm. just dies painfully and horribly. And if she does come back, well, she's a ghost that doesn't have arms or legs. Or are they healed? They probably heal. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah, because Xavier wasn't all burnt up and shit. Yeah, that's true. Had the residual ghost image like in The Matrix. (laughs)
1: Also, the rule about having to die while strictly being inside campgrounds is something they played fast and loose with because the amnesia camp counselor yep. could get in other people's cars on the way to camp. Yeah. Yup. No Billy Idol appearance and they're apparently damned to continue their watch of Ramirez for an eternity of stripping while playing board games, but I had a lot of fun watching anyway.
0: Agreed. Yeah, they can't ever. Because like, it's not like it's cool to, to set the Night Stalker free on society. Like, oh, I guess Bobby's dead and it's the year 2069. Right. Right nice nice but you can't just let him you can't just unleash him right
1: no i mean they actually did kind of explain this that if ramirez had died off property the devil could have brought him back that's what again. i'm saying
0: yeah he's going to come back no no matter what
1: right and the devil only gives you little boosts. he's not going to save I you think from they this. he's done... just going to like mist around the knots and loosen him up yeah but
0: do you think they could have done like a russell edgington and like chained him up uh dug a pit uh and poured like a, a swimming pools full of amount of s- cement over him you mean
1: actual russell edgington from true blood yeah yeah yeah. could yeah. they have
0: done that to him and like or i was thinking like the whole time it's like why can't they put him in like some kind of iron maiden type device or in a metal locker to where like if satan resurrects him he's still stuck in a locker but then satan made those oh. ropes disappear and dissolve right. so
1: they just loosen up the locks yeah. plus it's just the body is where is your like respawn point mm. i think
0: that's what i'm saying so take the body and just like put it in something that a human body can't get out of
1: it doesn't matter because his ghost would still be there.
0: But he's not a ghost. He's a, fl- he's a he gets res- he gets reincarnated as a physical. That's why he can leave the camp at any time. He's not resurrected as a ghost. He's re- he'd, like Satan reconstitutes his oh, body.
1: I miss that.
0: Yeah, I miss that. Because he can just moonwalk right out of there anytime.
1: <laughs> well, then yes, Russell him in,
0: Yeah. But I don't know, maybe Satan can send, like, there's like a misty, <laughs> it'll be like a, a black shadowy, uh, 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 what, what do they call those, like a jackhammer mm-hmm. drilling through this the, the concrete. And then <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there'll be like a ghostly shadowy uh, 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 bolt cutters to cut his chains. <laughs> yeah. You know, you still can't take your eye off the ball. Right. You still got to play that strip uh, Pictionary. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye on it. Which actually sounds fun. I'd play sh- strip, Pictionary with yeah, Chef Birdie. Yeah, you play strip anything. Strip, skip, bow.
1: No, with Chef Birdie.
0: With Chef Birdie? Yeah. I mean, that's to years, no convincing. I want to see what she's got to teach me. Day honestly. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Day one.
1: I'm just, You know what? Here's another errant thought Montana and Xavier got together bafflingly, uh-huh. and then it didn't matter. So, again, my point stands that they should have never hooked up and been a thing.
0: Oh, yeah. They were just they were just passing time.
1: What if Trevor had gotten together with Chef Bertie in the afterlife? That would have been a fun pairing if we are going to go for camp. You know, they joked with each other about, uh, you know, in the first few or the first night...
2: I, Trevor was
1: like, funny, oh, I got but... dips on Chef Birdie. Yeah, no, it's funny. Yeah. But when after they die, if they actually got together, it'd be even better and funnier.
0: Mm, I don't know. I actually was rooting for Trevor in Montana. Really? Yeah, I was shipping them Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Nobody, no, I don't think anybody has believable chemistry. Really? I don't think Ray and Brooke. Not no. Chef Birdie.
0: No. I don't really believe Montana, Montana and Trevor
1: Montana and Ramirez they have believable chemistry I that, guess that,
0: I mean Just my, passion and fire yeah I mean he played uh, he played the night soccer so weird yeah but yeah they 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 they, they kind of sizzled kinda
1: that's all I've got for this week and for this season
0: yeah I'm spent <laughs> I'm I'm ready for Satan to reconstitute me <laughs> after the season is over for my loyal service to the to the demonic Murphy Empire. Uh, yeah, we've uh, the, the emails ahs at baldmove.com. dot uh, com. But you know, there's no more show, so we we won't get to that till next year. But we do have the forums forums dot com. If you'd like to have your final thoughts, your final boy or girl thoughts, you can post them there. <laughs> uh and we will see like you know uh if if this is the i can't imagine this is the only bald Move podcast you listen to but right. if it is uh ch- next uh, as it gets spooky times the frost starts gathering on the pumpkins next year uh look us up see if we're going to be doing american horror story i, I promise you we'll be doing another spectacular. Mm-hmm. so if you're jones and sort of some aaron and cecily uh spooky action uh come see us next spooky season and until then i'm aaron
1: and i'm cecily
3: You say you just don't see it He says it's perfect sense You just can't get agreement In this present tense We all talk a different language.